This is Jack Scallions. Join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. I read recently a chilling account of a young woman who plunged to her death from the edge of a rocky cliff. She was attempting to get a picture of herself against the backdrop of a very deep ravine. In retrospect, she should have heeded the warning, don't stand too close to the edge. Later, while reflecting on this terrible mishap, it dawned on me that in the half century of my ministry, I've given that sentiment over and over again to young and old alike. Don't stand too close to the edge. It's good advice to students and to parents or to seasoned saints. I read of a parent awakened in the night by a small child who had fallen from his bed. When asked what happened, he simply replied, I guess I stayed too close to where I got in. I have admired reading about David's mighty men, especially one of these warriors named Shammah, who stood in the midst of a field and defended it against the enemy. His commitment cast him in plain view, and he left no doubt where he stood. Commitment is rare across the spectrum of society today. Many relationships seem to like this major ingredient. Priorities are easily moved around, and outcome-based thinking defines success. Standing on the periphery may seem safe, but it never proves to be wise. Often you hear in the political world the term undecided. That word also drifts into homes and businesses and churches. Principal living is a bit narrow for some. We're told all things are relative and there is no absolute truth. Some even charge that our nation, its constitution, and the Christian traditions are to be fluid depending on the changing social mores of our society. Suppose I'm from the old school that believes some things are just wrong and some things are right because of the principles and precepts given by God in His Word. My dad and mom are in heaven today. They were married 72 years when death parted them. Neither had much more than a sixth grade education. Supreme Court justices perplex me sometimes with their decisions. Perhaps they should have consulted with my mother. She seemed to always know what was right. I repeatedly challenge the youth under my care to stand strong for their faith and to live with honorable standards and attack life with a tenacity of heart, not a nonchalant spirit. The message is the same to all believers. It thrills my soul to watch a family uh, who have given their profession of faith or have come to our church from other situations and immediately take a lion's share of the ministry. Too many are in and out and uncommitted and standing over in the edge of the field. When Martin Luther nailed his 95 Thesis to the door of Wittenberg, he instantly became a hunted man. When asked by the religious hierarchy to recant his grace position, his simple statement was this, Here I stand, I can do naught else. To the fundamentalist, life is simple and decisions are easily made. In fact, in retrospect, I have, over these decades, made very few decisions. Most were pre-made. I simply signed off on a present and eternal truth. Undecided? No. Rarely ever will this be the case. Teddy Roosevelt stated it best in his comments concerning the man in the arena. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasm, the great devotions, 
who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. The adage, the person who stands for nothing will fall for anything, that suits the undecided person perfectly. Granted, it takes no size to criticize, especially if you wait until all the chickens are on the roost. I am certainly thankful our founding fathers were not pole-driven. Those who straddled the fence would have kept America an English colony. It took principled men to forge this great country. Sad to say, there's a dearth of that same backbone in most modern-day leaders. When one does come along, the forces unleash every act of fury to either drown him in compromise or destroy his influence. I fear for our children and our grandchildren. The great institutions founded by God are, are under attack. The home, the conservative churches, and our nation must have strong parents and pastors and Christian leaders who stand in the middle of the field and daily defend our biblical values. I spoke recently with a young man who sought my advice on a certain matter. I jokingly told him to ask whatever he wanted to, that after all these years I have an opinion on everything. After reflecting on that encounter, I realized there was more truth than fantasy in that comment. I have yet after a half century to see any topic that God by precept or principle doesn't address in his word. As believers, there is no need to be undecided or waffle on any of life's issues. Any of us can know the will of God and refuse to stand on the periphery or close to the edge. Our Bible is 100% accurate uh, facing any issue. After a lifetime of ministry in a changing world, it is paramount to be able to say, yes, I have an opinion based off of Scripture. Presently, confusion may reign everywhere. Direction may be sought from science and medical professions and lawyers and politicians and the media. But perhaps the people on their knees before our God, who is and who is all wisdom, could keep us from the precipice below. Surely he has the answers to every problem. Just don't stand too close to the edge. Remember, this has been Jack Scallions. Thank you for listening to a few moments from my heart to yours. 